Good people of Los Angeles, welcome to another episode of the FCFC pod. Tonight, or today, or wherever and whenever you're listening to this, nice. we have football, football, Carla. Carla. Stopping by the backyard here in Expo Park. In between our eating blood oranges and peanuts and drinking some Stella Rosa and pota- chocolate-covered potato chips, we talk about Adidas, Mexican soccer, Liga Emejis. We talked about some uh, liberation theology. Theology. Hey, I is. never we thought got... I'd hear those two words together in the, on this pod. Carlos is a fascinating individual. We hope you enjoy the pod. And um, Slim's going to hit you with a little warning here. Uh, we are in a backyard in Expo Park. There are helicopters and planes flying over, horns honking. The Pandulce dude didn't pull up today, but it is what it is. Uh, this podcast is not safe for children because I have a potty mouth. I feel like we might have got a clean tag on this one. I didn't really hear us cussing today. Oh, yeah, it's because Carla had a lot of, like, sophisticated shit to say. (laughs) We're just trying to, we're trying to So I'm getting my fucking cussing off now. Yo! What's up? Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. As usual, I'm joined by Josh Lee, a.k.a. Josh Spice, a.k.a. Spicy McDaniels. You heard? Spicy McDaniels. <laughs> Jeez. I okay. I don't even know. Uh, and as usual, um, across from me is Mr. Dweezy, Mr. Yo. A. Dweezy. Yo, 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 yo. The man with the stash. And today, we are joined by none other than football Carla. Hi. How you doing, Carla? Good. Carla, I'm just letting you know this is the fanciest we've ever gotten on the podcast. Hey, we got wine glasses on the pod today, guys. You hear that that glass? Those are wine glasses. A classier clink today. And I know you're saying to yourself, Dweez, how do you get wine glasses at the crib? We know you got all the tea stuff. How do you get the wine stuff? And I say to you, I also don't know how we have wine glasses. But I'm happy to be using them tonight. Before we, we move further, um... Little little moment for Nipsey Hussle. We lost an LA legend this week. Um, you know, some more bullshit that needs to stop. Uh, so respect to Nipsey and all he's done in the community. Uh, and let's go, Josh. Yeah, just you know, just one more thing. Just huh? just listen to Victory Lab. You know, if you're gonna do yeah, anything, man. if you we never ask you to do much on the FCFC pod. <laughs> yeah, except say fuck Simon and go. listen to the Victory Lab. <laughs> go home, listen to Victory Lab a few times. Last time that I checked, just let that, just let it bang out of your speakers, roll down your window. The fucking marathon continues. And the marathon continues, so... And here we go. So, Football Carla is in the house today. Uh, she made a short cameo on our last episode. <laughs> Hair was looking real voluminous that day. Real voluminous you know, that day. A little, right. less, looking pretty voluminous a little less humidity out here in LA, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but... When we started the, the kind of search for guests, I think... 
Carla was one of the first people to come to mind because I am obsessed with what LAFC fans are obsessed about. And the big three-stripe girl in the room is three syllables, Adidas. We want to talk to Carla about her love, her passion, her devotion to the brand with the three stripes, Adidas. Yeah. Take it away, Carla. Give us, give us a little history. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like I've been in love with Adidas because of all my teams, you know, um, mm -hmm. throughout the years. So, of course, the big one. The first time I want to say was Chivas when I started following them back in 2006. They were actually Reebok. <laughs> and I remember uh, seeing them win with that. You mm -hmm. know, I was like, okay, so I have that jersey. And then they had the whole, like, Adidas for a while. Unfortunately, they're no longer Adidas, which breaks my heart. Mm. But I, I am in the hunt um, for more Adidas Chivas jerseys. All right. So how did, why Chivas? Why Chivas? Ooh, that's like an entire podcast right yeah, there. But, um, yeah, for it. So uh, aside for that, just to backtrack, you know, um, Mexican family, dad, mom, and an older brother. And I'm the only one in the household that is a soccer fan, football fan, oh. which is pretty ironic for, mm -hmm. like, a Mexican household. Uh -huh. But I come from, like, you know, me and my brother are both historians. We love, you know, Cold War, Latin America, Mexico, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Uh, so I did some research. My dad has also really been into books and whatnot. He was really a fan kind of, like, of Toluca just because, like, that's what he grew up with. But I just, in 2006, you know, I was in high school, and I was like, okay, let's just start watching Liga MX on TV. That's all they would have, you know, from, like, 3 to, like, 9 on Revision. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, mm -hmm. let's start doing this. And I was going back and forth between a few teams. I really like the university-based teams, mm -hmm. you know, such as Tigres and Pumas were a big draw to me. Mm -hmm. But it was... So you say those are university-based teams for the good people who aren't familiar with, like, yeah, Liga yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean, a university-based team? Correct. So imagine if, like, UCLA had a, a team in the MLS. Mm. That's what a university is. So they're in La Liga MX, meaning, like, they represent the university, necessarily are all, like, alumni, or you know, but... So they, sort of, they have university roots, and, like, maybe people correct. who go to that's those crazy, universities right? kind of... They mm -hmm. are, you know. I love that. And there's one more that just joined recently, uh, Lobos Wap. Mm -hmm. So that's from Puebla. I so Tig Tigres is uh, in the state of Nuevo León. Mm -hmm. And then City Monterrey, which you know. Mm -hmm. And then they have another rival also known as Monterrey in Liga MX. And then uh, Pumas is Ciudad de Mexico. And that's UNAM, which is like mm -hmm. the most important and iconic university in Mexico. So it's like the most prestigious. Universidad Nacional Autónoma de Mexico. Yeah, that's where everything happened. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Very I was like, so, anyways, I was just kind of going back and I was like, okay, I like those teams. Yeah. They kind of, you know, got my attention. But Chivas in 2006, um, the second half of the tournament, because they do two a year, which is dumb. Yeah, we, no, um, we should explain that too. Yeah, 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 yeah no, I'm gonna learn. Apertura and clausura. Clausura. Every year. Which I always get those wrong, but I think clausura is the first, like, January through May, mm. and then they take a break, and then they start from August to December, and that's the apertura. Oh. So this is recent. It's a reason where, like, in Mexico, they just want to make more money. More sure. money. So instead of having a year round, like, you know, Chivas goes home and away games, you just go, like, home and away, depending whatever the tournament is, okay. and then the next one. It's the opposite. So, like, if the first half of the year you went to play against America and Ciudad de Mexico, yeah. then the next half of the year, you know, America's going to come to Chivas. Mm, gotcha. But yeah. it's kind of, you know, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm I, not a fan. I, I got to admit, I don't even, I don't watch enough Liga MX to know yeah. uh, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't remember, but um, Argentina does Apertura and Clausura. And a lot, of t a lot of the South American countries, apart from Brazil, Brazil has 
their own just one season hmm. but I think that that started as she said like I think in addition to like making more money just because they just want it to be on all the time <laughs> like oh. they want like just a longer season more seasons so they have that little break in the middle and then two halves so you have like a champion mm -hmm. of each type of the year and then th those champions usually play each other for to see who goes to like the CONCACAF and yeah, all yeah. that good so stuff gotcha. it's so, so confusing have... no one remembers who like the last five champions were because yeah. it's just such a like but it also allows you to accumulate more championships which yes. Chivas has like 17, 14, 13 uh, way more they're oh, like yeah. they used know. to be the number one team in okay. Mexico and now they're no longer because they've been really bad but now it's like I feel like America obviously has more which is our hated rival but yeah, so like they do that, and then they have the summer break, which is great because then the players can be go like Copa Oro, Copa America, World yeah. Cup, all that good stuff. You know? Jeez, so, so they do two halves, and then in the summer they play all their international duty yeah. mm -hmm. for for Mexico. It's for a mess. That's I, I, wild. I don't like it. And just side note, I don't like the whole MLS East West Conference. Like I just started getting into like the MLS when LFC came about and yeah. really paying attention last season, and I was like, what? How are we like? playing Galaxy three times. Like, yeah. that makes zero sense. How are we not playing New York FC? So my friend from New York was trying to explain to me, and I was explaining La Liga and Mekis because he's, like, Colombian. Right. But it was just, like, a big mess. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. everyone, you know, and just kind of gross. I don't like it. I'm reading the whole book, The Billionaire's Club. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. It's, like, just breaking my heart. The more I read, the more I know the back ends of what it is now. And right. it's just really, like... Well, you know, <laughs> shittier it is. This yeah, is why we exactly. This is why we shouldn't read anymore, guys. I want to. I just want to stop writing shit. Done. Done. <laughs> we're, we're leaving books behind. No, right, 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 no I'm I, I could never. I'm screwed. Team I'm audio books. Team audio books. I've never gone into that. I can't. I don't know. I, mean, I, I like to buy the hardcover yeah, and write it and read on it and hi not highlight because I hate highlighter but like this goes back with to a pen. being a historian the yeah. most I like to read is subtitles <laughs> no I love that too so so okay like let's 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 get back following Chivas now mm -hmm. or or actually we didn't catch that yeah. moment how did the moment happen how did the Chivas yeah, yeah how'd you decide so to complicate things more and explain more about Liga MX you know they play a certain amount of games I forget how many mm -hmm. then they go into like playoffs La Liguilla so it's one against eight two against seven, three against, you know, and mm -hmm. so forth. Mm -hmm. And Chivas qualified in 2006. They qualified, like, at number eight or something like that, like, at the bottom. So they just barely made playoffs. Mm -hmm. And they went against number eight, and they won. And then they went against number, you know, like, the next best one, and then they won. And they were winning, like, 4-0, 2-0, and it was Chivas. It was America, sorry. It was Cruz Azul. It was, and then the final was Toluca. Uh -huh. And it was, like, just one of those amazing finals. And it was such a good game that it's one of those, like, I remember very, like, yeah. vivid in my memory still, like, 10 years ago, more so. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this, like, that solidified. Seeing them being crown champions, that solidified my life for them. And that goes also me being super, like, patriotic, nationalistic, and how Chivas is just 100% Mexican players. So that, <coughs> for me, was also more, like, a drive to see that. Gotcha. Which now you can see how bad the team's doing because maybe of that. <laughs> There's no talent. There's other things for Chivas too. Right, but, right. Uh, but I really like the whole thing that you could only play there if you're a Mexican born, if you had parents that were born in Mexico, if your grandparents were born in Mexico. And wow. that's it. That is a requirement. Is there uh, any other club like that in the world that does that? Was that um, where did Ander Herrera come from? From from Spain, Basque mm -hmm. country like Bilbao. You're only allowed to recruit from there, but that's still. I don't think I don't oh, think anyone in first division of any of the big big leagues in the world you could say three generations is, of Mexican heritage for you to play on Chivas. 
No, no, no. I mean, you can go either or. Like, okay, let's say okay. your parents were, were born in L.A. and you were born in L.A., but if your grandparents I were see, born I in see, Mexico, yeah. you could play. It wasn't like you need, like, straight right, pure right, blood, right. you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not... <laughs> probably it's way not, like, it's sacrifice. Extreme, yeah. extreme, but not that extreme. And what's funny is I've, I've heard it, like, kind of <coughs> cut both ways. Like, I think for some people, that's, like, the least appealing thing mm -hmm. about Chivas. And even, like, Mexican people, that they, like, yeah, will, yeah. will not I can support see Chivas that now. because of that reason. <laughs> And then other people, like, it's something, like, really great, like, something to be prideful for. So, yeah, it, it both draws people in and repels people. But it does, I believe, I don't know, again, enough about the league, but I think mm -hmm. Chivas is the most supported team in Mexico. Is it, it is. not? Like, 40% of he all. Yeah. Have, they apparently get more um, TV rights than even the national team. Wow. Which goes, right. says a lot yeah. about it, too. But, yeah, so then at that time, obviously they were Reebok, and then they became Chivas shortly after. And from there on, like... I started like I started getting oh, more yeah, money collecting. This is I mean this is, I, there's so <laughs> much more. I mean we can keep going too. Like, I, I can talk all about Liga yeah. MX well, too. Well, think of think of I would say the thirty-two fifty-two is a great example of mm -hmm. like it's it's sort of split between some people maybe watch both, but I get the sense like a lot of people really watch South American or like Latin soccer uh, as well as Mexican league, or they watch European soccer. Like, it's hard. Just mm. think of, like, the amount of hours you have in a day. Like, you, it's really hard to follow a team in Liga MX, yeah. an MLS team, because most of the people would obviously support LAFC, and a team in Europe, for example. Mm. Like, following them closely, that's that's a challenge. That's, like, following way too much. And a lot of these games are happening simultaneously. Then you got national team stuff. So I get the sense, I could be could be wrong, but, like, a lot of the people, like, you know, they're just, like, kind of fans of Liga MX, or they're more of, like, the European side. Yeah. So it's cool because I think us three, we've watched more European, yeah. right? I haven't. I've never actually been to a Liga MX game, and mm -hmm. I haven't watched a ton, a ton, a ton of Liga MX teams. So, for me, it's always it's interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of interesting facts. Yeah, no, big I'm facts, son. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Your. So, were your parents like, and your brother, were they non-sports people in general, or they just didn't like football? No, non-sports people in general, uh, and they're not big drinkers. So I didn't grow up around a family that was drinking. Mm. Or watching or anything like that. It yeah, you guys are all like, with your, y'all with pens and reading books, and you guys are all too smart. I can see it. <laughs> right now. They're just like a bunch of. That was definitely my dad. He was trying to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Didn't finish, but you know, like gotcha. he definitely gave us a whole like love for history and football. Mm. Not like good stuff. And my mom's been all about like doing everything else. Like she's like the handyman and knitting and making me like dresses, like all that. You know, like the the oldest like. The best so school, yeah, balls. exactly, yeah. exactly. But you didn't grow um, up playing either. Like, did I've you play? never really played. I've never played. I played. There was this thing. I went to UCLA, mm. and they had this like UCLA midnight soccer on mm. Wednesdays that mm. we would meet at midnight in mm. this parking lot in UCLA, and I thought it was like amazing too. So I was just started like, um, and that kind of ties in as to why I started following Real Madrid because they would they went to train there in the summer. Mm. So I was like, oh, who's this team? Mm -hmm. And I did some research, some history, some background. And you were like, he I looked. Uh, <laughs> oh my no, god! No, it was more of it was actually Wait. more about what Real Madrid stands for, which is. Educate again, yeah, yeah, yeah. educate the people. But I'm gonna get back to what yeah. you said in a second, but later. Go yeah, on. yeah, no. Well, wait, what is Real Madrid? For me, it was more like I really, like I said, it goes back to being like very prideful of who I am and whatnot. But it also goes back to just really liking my language and my religion. So I'm, I'm Catholic. You know, I speak mm -hmm. Spanish. My first language is Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like that Real Madrid kind of represented like they are Madrid, the center, the capital. This mm -hmm. is what they are. You know, which is ironic. You know, I don't like to. Of course, I knew that, like, Franco was all about Real Madrid and all that, and that's not something I ever stand for. Right. But at the same time, I like 
what they embody now in current day uh, Spain. Gotcha. Least. So that's what I was like, okay. And, and Madrid has a history drop. also of Mexican players running through their system, correct? Yeah, I mean, well, you had the, Hugo Sanchez, yeah, the Pichichi, right. mainly. Uh, Chicharito for like sure. a second. A moonlighting but, uh, there, right. But for a Champions League final. Did you play in the Champions League final for Real Madrid? The one three years ago or four years ago? Oh, Chicharito. He scored like a goal against Atletico Madrid in the semifinal. In the semi, right? I don't think they won that year, though. That's um, the year they didn't win. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> the one year they yeah, couldn't win. But he exactly. participated in, you know. Yeah, he, he kind of had like his big moment was at that semifinal, gotcha. I think. Yeah, so I So, yeah, that. Madrid, while you're at UCLA, kind of coming into some of the trade and the history and the aura of Madrid becomes a reality for you. And you're like, this is, this is going to be a European team I support, right? Yeah, it, just, so, it was so natural, too. Dude, was it like now you're... Chivas and your Real Madrid, is it hard to follow both teams? Or are you just like kind of getting where games where you can fit in and you weren't getting like that gnarly about it? At that time, so like that was 2009. So 2006, 2009, it was all about like Chivas just because it was so accessible on TV, Univision, you know, Mm -hmm. it was just there, it was free, you know, like it's just there. Mm -hmm. And Real Madrid was like, oh, you have to like get a certain package or, you know, make time. So I would only make me tune in during Champions League. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I was like, ah, you know. But now, ironically, I do have Bean Sports, and they used to have Univision, and Univision just pulled out out of that. So now I don't see Chivas. Now who I really follow is Real Madrid <laughs> and LAFC. Damn. So it's because of all of that, you know. And I'm yeah, also accessibility is a huge thing. Chivas TV has been doing rights. horrible that yeah. I don't even care right now. I'm just like. That's how I feel about the Lakers. <laughs> so it's like. It, all that kind of has been shuffling through, but I was huge Real Madrid. Like I've been yeah. since like 2009 until probably like I'm taking a break now this season because it's been doing so bad. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's okay if I don't watch anything, you know, especially yeah, them. Yeah. Like for me, was the champions was such like my favorite out of anything. That's my favorite league to watch. Yeah. And now that they're out, I'm just like, well, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we'll see. Yeah, Real Madrid might. I mean, Zidane's back, so they might they might have a resurgence here, or they you know, that that game against the Ajax was definitely. Heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Zidane can do no wrong, man. I, yeah. I swear they're gonna. He's gonna. I don't know. I'm so scared. Steal the ship back. I'm just scared because I don't know. It's hard to repeat what he did. To be fair. Yeah. That's, that's without, without Ronaldo, it's a whole different ballgame. Well. Yeah. Let me ask you this question because obviously Barca had Rafa Marquez mm-hmm. for all that time, and I know that Real Madrid has. You know, not only did they have Chicharito, but Sanchez. There's a lot of Mexican loyalty towards Real Madrid too. So like, is it? What what makes a do you think someone from Mexico or like a Mexican soccer fan more attracted to Real Madrid or more attracted to Barcelona or is it just like luck of the draw why one might choose the other? I think for me it was luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. I think in recent years because of the Barcelona success, like everyone was being a Barcelona fan, you know, yeah. so they were being very more into that. And like of course they had Rafa Marquez and everybody loves Messi, you know, and like it was like the other thing like Cristiano Ronaldo kind of would draw everyone even like love or yeah. hate you know it's kind of yeah, like right, a huge draw right, right. or a huge like oh he's too cocky i don't want yeah. i don't want to be supporting a team that has him type of thing yeah so that's really like basically like it's up to people and and things like that like for me it was just like a natural process that i kind of felt like it like it brown came into my life because i was going to ucla so that kind of like developed nicely the same way kind of developed like my love for ucla and i mean lafc sorry and that's how it's been also for chivas like everything was kind of like a natural process it was never like my dad telling me you're gonna root for this team because it's a team i like you know it's always been like kind of me creating and deciding that on my own gotcha yeah i think we're we're all beneficiaries of that too i never had to like your parents weren't football fans were they no they weren't sam's 
neither? Um, not really. They, you know, the yeah. World Cup comes around. Yeah, but you guys didn't have preset like loyalties that you either had to rebel against or like no, fall no, in line no. for. We had to find our own yeah. interests. How do your parents feel now that because they're not sports fans to see you so dive head head first into all the sports stuff? How, how are they feeling? Yeah, what's what's the family's reaction? Well, I'm like the black sheep, so <laughs> they're just like, the of black course, and gold sheep. yeah, exactly. They're just like, of course, you are going into all that. I think, I mean, they they accepting you know they, mm, cool. they like the team um, like I said I was kind of watching the game I had to work the Saturday so I was watching the game but I left it on and my dad was like it was such a good game so it's just <laughs> yeah, nice to hear that like no, they keep on. watching it I feel like if I have it because we have like you know communal like TV so if I have it on they'll pay attention but if not they're not going to go out of the way they're not going to ever know when a game is playing unless mm. it's me telling them sure. we would tune in for the World Cup to see Mexico so mm. I guess that was the only one that was kind of like predisposed on me mm-hmm. but gotcha. have they been to the stadium uh, I took my dad once for the open house, but my mom hates crowds, so I feel like she would hate the 32. Oh, yeah, she <laughs> She'd be like, what is this? Shout out to so, Carl's mom. Yeah. We'll <laughs> never like, see you, but um, I hope you're well. Thank you, thank you. And then, um, yeah, I think she saw the commercial, like, the insurance commercial going on on ABC when everyone's oh. jumping for jump for, for, yeah. jump for football. And my mom was like, yes, I was like, do you do that? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh. Like, she was like, oh, yes, I, of course you do. Of course you, know, you like, do. Of course such you do. A, that's such a mom reaction. I know. I want to take my dad, too, but I feel like... We'll see. Like I said, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the reaction. I've, I've taken my dad to uh, Cholo's game yeah. in Tijuana mm-hmm. because Chivas was playing. Mm-hmm. I also really dislike Cholo's and what they stand for. Mm-hmm. But what did they stand for? <laughs> what, tell, tell me about what they stand for. I feel like, like we well, can express ourselves freely. Yeah. On this yeah. It's just like those fun. things that I'm like, I can't like, I, it goes against my morals. Like they are owned by a bunch of like uh, Hangron and like his sons owned the team and he was in government with the PRI and just a bunch of corrupt affiliated with like Dariano Felix and all the other cartels. Mm. It's just like a way, like a front for money in mm. money laundering, mm. I feel like Cholos is. Jesus. It seems like some foul shit. It, it, it is. We it definitely say. is. And it's just scary. Um, I haven't been there, I think, since like 2017. But I've been to a few games, you know. It'd always be like, I'm never staying there. Like I would just leave my car in San Isidro, take an Uber mm. to the game. Mm. And then an Uber back, and that was it. You just feel like, I mean, I'm from the border town of Tecate, so I'm like, you know, that's my uh-huh. home, my Tijuana, but Tijuana is like a whole different beast. Like, it was just labeled the number one most dangerous city in the world recently. <laughs> but for that, even like just crossing the border, I'm like, <gasps> I was like, yes, I'm like, I am safe. You know, even <laughs> if it's like in like the new, they open a new border, uh, a new gate in, in San Isidro, yeah. and it literally looks like a concentration camp that you're yeah, going yeah, through. Yeah, I've been there. But oh, I was like, I was like dying because we got lost trying to find the border. Mm. And once we got there, I felt like I was so happy. <laughs> I was just like, yes, record me all you want. I am here. I have my US passport. Like, I am like, I am, yeah, exactly. No more locked doors. Yo, I just but booked a trip where? for Thursday. For where? 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 Rosa, Rosarito? Oh, oh, that's yeah. not bad. Okay, okay, okay. Christian, thank you for recommending that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, oh, is he this knows, dumb? He knows. I was like, for, uh, for five Cordianos to go over here, it's like, is this dumb? You're good. He's like, it's fine. Yeah. Just stay. Just stay, just stay there. Wait, wait, just break down your trip for us. What are you, what are you doing? We're, we're getting there <laughs> Thursday night, and then I wanted to just eat. It's just you and your girl? No, no, no. no it's me and like four of my four of my bros. Good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And guys, so, guys, yeah. <laughs> guys, trip to Rosarito. Guys, trip to Rosarito. I want seafood. Good. I mean, I that's the seafood. best one. Okay. Yeah. Has yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some bomb lobster out there. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. So I'm good. I just find the border fairly You're, easy. Yeah. You're driving down, right? Yes. Is that... Good. But you said you booked the trip, so I didn't know if like what that means. You, know? uh, I just, you booked the hotel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Airbnb. Airbnb. What are you doing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's. Uh, it looks like some crazy. Uh, it's like a 
It's like a overlooking, the, it's like a condo overlooking the water. I was like, oh. A little Scarface vibes for me. Uh, so, yeah. like, so by the time most people are gonna be listening to this, you're gonna be chilling down in Rosarito. Yeah. Are you telling us? Yeah. Um, this is if this is the last time you guys hear me. It's been. Yeah. Oh, it's been nice. Come on. But it's like when I talk to like Mexicans, they're like, "Oh, it's fine. Just like don't be stupid, and you'll be okay." Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm not stupid." <laughs> why did I? Why did you look at me after you said that? You yeah, you're looking for confirmation. Like I'm not know. stupid. Yeah, right? yeah. I wanted to look at something that was okay. Um. Carlo, back to yeah, you. Yeah, no. Wow, sorry. No, that, 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 I, please I, be safe. Share yes. your location with everyone. Yes. When you when you get back, we'll we'll uh, shout out to whoever a Sholos fan. We'll let them come on and also defend uh, their Tijuana <laughs> team. And you guys can talk about your experiences in Baja California. Yeah, yeah. I'm at. Exactly. There Hell you yeah. Go. Hell yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna take a quick break and uh, get back with Carlo here in a moment. Back with football, Carla. Carla. Football, Carla. <laughs> we would love to hear more about All Day I Dream About Soccer, as I learned it in third grade. Yeah. Before Killer Mike made a song, who I love, and I lo- a song I love, the brand Adidas. You know, just now talking about this, I loved Adidas as a kid. Like, I, that was my shit. Why? The Tell Predators? Me. Oh, okay. Predator cleats with the little waves on them. I don't know if, how much you guys actually played as a kid. I, I mean, that was my sport. You know, I still play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still like to pretend. And just those little waves on there. And like Adidas, I played other sports as well, but Adidas, like, just was soccer. It was synonymous with soccer to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and then when Nike started, like, it's almost like seemed like they tried to get into it and like make it uh, whatever they were trying to make it. I tried on a pair of Nike boots once and was like, fuck this. <laughs> this shit was all narrow on my foot. I couldn't bend it like Dweez. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. So I used to curve curious. it around my house and try to try to do my best Carlos Vela La Curva boomerang impression. You know what I'm saying? But, no, but I loved insane. Adidas. Like, and yeah. for you, it just started like lining up where Adidas, the teams you liked, like were Adidas and of course Mexico. Mm-hmm. Forever has been sponsored yeah. by Adidas. Have they ever not? No, they were like I think the '98, the most iconic one with the Aztec calendar yeah. is like a. a, a company that no longer exists I think I think they joined Adidas back in 2002 I could be wrong in the Korea Japan um, World Cup Mm -hmm. and then after that they haven't left that partnership because you know they're like they always say that the Mexican jersey is like the number one selling in the world you know because people are just like they they don't got money for anything else (laughs) but they do got money for a Mexico jersey that's right Um, there's worse jerseys to buy that's all I'm saying (laughs) exactly so yeah so that was one huge one so I really like that one I don't have that many Mexico ironically I think I only have the 2010 one that's like the vivid vivid green Mm mhm and then I have like a training jersey, Mexico, that just says Mexico from the last World Cup. Gotcha. Um, I don't know what else I have. I don't have that many though. I'm surprised how many I don't have. I think the most I have is Real Madrid. And since I start, I joined Real Madrid, like uh, supported them since 2009, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's Adidas number one. I've, I've been pretty sure Mexico and like uh, Adidas and Real Madrid are Adidas number one, like client that they want to make sure oh, they yeah. keep happy in forever in their right. lives. Right, right. Well, along with Manchester United. I feel like those are has to be like the top three for Adidas. But that's yeah. nowhere now for Adidas, right? But like that's I think Madrid has always been Adidas's team, right? Yeah. And I think I, I saw you one of the first times I saw you was um, maybe I saw a picture of you, but it was like uh, <laughs> like a purple purple Madrid kid with a collar or something like that. Is that 
Is that one? Is that one that you? Um, one of the iconic ones, I think. Was that? Um, what am I thinking? No, of? I wish the Teca one. Yeah. No. That one. No. Oh, dude. I have a purple one. I, okay. Okay. I have friends that have that one, gotcha, and gotcha. I love that one. That's like on my wish list because those that one's like. Yeah. But that's not even Adidas, I think. But I do have the purple where they won the Champions League. I think in like 2016. Nice. With that final one, that was. I mean, purple is also kind of like my favorite color, so I love that. That's like kind of their third color. Yeah. And when they do drops like that. You know, I I just love it. I have to buy it. Um, so this season, I haven't bought anything because I'm like, I can't. <laughs> it's just, no, it's not going our way. So That's I just so can't real. buy anything. Oh, yeah. I like, and I spent way too much on them, too. Like, yeah, so did your, your love for Adidas came around the same time as your love for soccer? Uh, or when did that kind of, yeah. when did that kind of happen? I feel like that developed later, the, the love for Adidas. Mm-hmm. Just because... Mexico has always been there. Like, the earliest memory I have is, like, Mexico playing in the 98 France World Cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. And they weren't Adidas then. And then Chivas was 2006, <clears throat> and they weren't Adidas then. Mm-hmm. But then Real Madrid 2009, yes. And then LAFC 2018, yes. So that's when it was like, oh, it's just, like, a natural process. And, you know, like, Josh was one of the first persons who was, like, Nike or Adidas? And I was like, what? Who asked that? Like, in my head, I was like, what is that a question? I think Josh you know? has been asking that us for, like, how many You know what? Months? I don't know if it's... It can't be a Korean thing, but, like, <laughs> our supporters group, like, TSG is very, like, uh, like, they're on it with that shit. Very smooth well, Chevy. Shout Everyone out, knows what's shout going Shout out the homie John from TSG who just got the yeah. Nike logo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tatted on his foot yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, his yeah. brand loyalty goes deep, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. He literally got a Nike logo tatted on top of his foot. Cool. So I'm going to set you guys up. This is this kind of where it comes up from. Mm-hmm. Growing up as a non-soccer kid, not really playing soccer, only watching World Cup, didn't really know what Madrid or United was. Adidas wasn't cool to me. That's the that's the thing that's so different about I mean, you and me, Dweez. It's just like Adidas could not be farther away from the cool kids of like having it. I think I had a white Adidas one time and got made fun of it for it because it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a, a cool. check on my a check on my feet. Like there's even the Friday night light scene where it's like. I'm gonna knock him out with black nikes on my feet, and then the, the backup running back is like filling in his white Adidas with in black um, sharpie, so it can be more like the Nike kid. So, mm-hmm. as an American kid growing up, the Nike swoosh and Jordan, mm-hmm. especially, ruled mm-hmm. everything. And so Adidas was kind of this afterthought. It was this kind of European product. Anything they brought to the states, other than maybe like the Kobe's that that were kind of weirdly futuristic, wasn't really popping like that. So when I get into LAFC, when I get into the world of United, and even United when I got into were, were Nike, really strong Nike account. Um, but when I see LAFC stuff, now I meet all these like even older heads who like kind of follow the casual styles from Europe and have these like analogs of Adidas's like Speciales, all that stuff like that are just like iconic Adidas shoes and trainers and runners I've never seen before. Then I meet someone like Carla who's like just Adidas from head to toe um, at like fashion events when we go like when we went to the uh the like the futsal tournament like she's like rocking the adidas kids and i see like kids from like 20 years ago 10 years ago and i'm like the adidas history around soccer is so rich and it's so mm-hmm. crazy it's never really been told for an american audience and so i'm new to this whole adidas love but that's kind of where i'm like i'm fascinated by it you know like mm-hmm. i want to know more yeah. about kind of what 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 like got you started on that you know yeah. So, well, actually, I have a question yeah. for you, dudes, because you're from New York. Like, hip hop started in New York. Run DMC, mm-hmm. Adidas My, superstars. Uh, Adidas. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, when did it go from being cool to uncool? 
92. No, I'm just kidding. I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, it, fo- it followed Jordan's career, right? It's, it's essentially that, okay. right? Yeah, that makes sense. Basically. Right, okay. like, DMC's like, what, late 80s and stuff? And, like, really popping and the, with the with the tongue all out and stuff like that? Yeah, but after by the time... I asked the question, I was like, damn, I was kind of out of touch. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, so this is, I mean... so it's so funny because, like, as Josh was talking about this, I was thinking about my notebooks as a kid. Uh-huh. I don't know about you guys. I used to like sketch little brand logos, right? Sometimes, and I was like a super wannabe surfer type too. So like in the mix of of like my Quicksilver logos and like my fucking Billabong. I wasn't a Billabong guy, but my Quicksilver, my, my, my like rusty, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was like drawing these little things, and like I'm so bad at art, like drawing. Sure. And I would admire everyone else, and I just fail. Like, I got a really unsteady yeah. hand. Like I'm just horrible at it, right? But I'd practice over and over and over again. But I would draw Adidas logos, and I would draw Nike logos. Why? Because actually anything having not to do with soccer, I was on Nike because Nike looked better. It was like cooler. It was like for actual wearing and like clothes, it would yeah. be like way doper to wear Nike stuff. But if, it, if the conversation was about soccer, it had anything to do with soccer, Nike had like no credibility. Mm-hmm. Right. There was like, only one authority. For they were soccer, like in, right. in a, kind of like a late to the game, like embarrassment, like yeah. guy that would try to like, I would be like, dude, that's fucking like whack. And anyone who bought Nike <laughs> shit, I thought was just trying to like make it seem like that they were better than they were. Gotcha. Not only that, like their products were inferior. All flash, yeah, yeah. They were just worse. Like anyone, unless you had like that narrow foot shape, which a lot of the Nike shoes, at least at the time, I'm sure everything's different now. um, Everyone would rock Adidas, and like first World Cup balls, all of those were made by Adidas. Right. Adi Mm -hmm. Dossler, the guy who created Adidas, is a German dude. His brother created Puma. They were separated, I think, at birth or when they were young, and they actually both started shoe companies. How crazy is that? Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Awesome. So, and you like know, Nike, Adidas, did Nike you know Adi gave uh, Jesse Owens his running cleats during uh, the the Olympics in Nazi Germany, and he ran in um, German cleats. He's like, I don't care if he's white or black, I will give it to the best athlete yeah. in the world. And Jesse Owens won three gold medals. Like that. Yeah, so I don't know, like that's crazy, and I don't even know. I, I could be like fudging up the history right now, even as I'm <laughs> talking about. It. I don't like know definitively a ton of a ton of history about it, but I do have a very good friend. Shout outs to Mr. Drew Habercorn. He probably listens to the pod. Works for Nike. And I got to go up and, like, see the Nike Museum mm-hmm. when I was up there, like, with the old, like, the, in, in at, right outside of Portland, the um, waffle iron that Phil Knight first used to make his first treads on the first shoes that he, like, gave to Wild. the Oregon track That's team crazy. or whatever. When he, like, went to Japan and basically faked like he had a company and stole <laughs> a, Asus models and put Nike logos on them right, and all right. that shit. So he was just kind of like a, a swindly dude. And, like, I think Nike does some pretty, like, important things. Now. I'm going on a huge rant, yeah. by the way. But, um, you know, I got to see the Ronaldo statue. And that is, I think, the, the moment where things kind of started to turn in Nike's favor in terms of credibility in mm-hmm. soccer mm-hmm. was the 2002 World Cup, which is mm. phenomenal. Like, the Ronaldo, when he had the, the Brazil Ronaldo, when he <laughs> yes. had the thing right there. He was oh, a, yeah. he was a, he was a Nike toupee. athlete. Yeah, he was a Nike athlete, and yeah, they, right. in Brazil did the airport commercial where they were dribbling through the airport yeah, and they're about uh-huh. that commercial was a Nike commercial you need to bring yeah. those and back. Nike and those like and that started like the whole Nike football side of things mm-hmm. and now they had credibility and stuff but like yeah. up until that point man like when you mentioned the 98 World Cup in like France I don't even remember teams sponsored by Nike I'm not sure if there even I were I like that was the like the World Cup before the whole like Adidas Nike marketing boom before the big like, money kind of came yeah, in yeah even 2006 like everything goes back to that you know like yeah. in 2002 it's, as well it's just yeah. they're like let's just start putting my, you know the money behind right. all these people that are traveling and paying and purchasing yeah. such products so like to answer to answer your question like and if we had Andrew from Kicks to the Pitch here I'm sure he could hit us with some like dates and some data but like in the most douchey of ways <laughs> uh, shout out andrew shout out to andrew. the pod miss you buddy uh 
you know, like, I completely agree, like, with what you guys are saying about, like, Nike, like, Nike was cooler and, like, having anything to do with life apart from this game. Like, this sport was owned by Adidas until, gotcha. like, 2002. And, like, I think, I, I actually remember having, like, some Nike sneakers and um, my Sambas, like, my Adidas Sambas. And those were, like, my forever I just bought Sambas. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would wear, like, their indoor soccer shoes. Mm-hmm. Um and I would, like, play in them, and I would wear them to school, and I'd go gym class. I wouldn't have to change. I'd just fucking put on those and, you know, get a play. They're a flat pair of shoes, man. Yeah. So. I mean, to this day, Nike outspends Adidas in marketing. That's that's a, that's it, as recent as 2018. They outspend yeah. them in um, media budget and commercials. So there's I think Nike, especially in the world of soccer and football, still feel very... Um, they still feel like the little brother in the category mm-hmm. just because Adidas has had this history, this 40-, yeah. 50-year history yeah. before right. Nike was even invented, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, and then you got like stuff like the kangaroo leather boots that people look yeah. on the premium end would like rock forever. And exactly, Carl. Can you imagine the the? Can you tell us the first uh, Adidas kid that you 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 cop that you bought and you're like, oh, this is this is sick. I remember. And I, I feel like for some, I don't know if this is just me making this up. I feel like Mexico might have been like Nike mm. for like. A second, uh-huh. maybe they were, but I don't know. That was just like a bootleg because I have like a bootleg <laughs> jersey that I have that has like the Nike, Hell and I'm yeah. like, were they actually that? Because it was like such a brief like, and I'm trying to remember what, but the Adidas one that I really loved, the one you you remember wearing the most, right? That just like, oh, this is sick. I keep wearing it. There's so many. I feel like for sure it has to be like all the Real Madrid ones because they're been. That's all they've been, Heck right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ironically, I hate white jerseys, <laughs> and Real Madrid is white. And like LAFC yeah, is white, white, the second, no. which is not my favorite. Um, but what is it? What is it like? This question yeah. of like checks and stripes, like among women, like what? It, what? It, like oh. do, you know what I mean? Like ch- chime in with your perspective here. Like what's the cool one around around the ladies? I don't really know. Well, for shoes, I got a confession. Nike has way better women's shoes. Yeah, it's it's hard, and it's I know it's like this kind of like universal rule that you can't wear like adidas with nikes but i'm like i can't i physically can't like i maybe only have three pairs four pairs of adidas mm-hmm. and like the other 30 are all nike 30 pairs. yeah bro. like I, I i'm crazy i stopped spending money on jerseys and now i'm just spending money <laughs> on sneakers oh that's why you can't buy the new madrid kit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but the they're just way more comfortable. Mm. They're way more comfortable. They're more catering to what's like up and coming these days yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But Adidas, I don't like the woman cut. I hate the woman cut. The V-neck, the whole like, let me show your, you know, yeah. your cleavage big, over big here. Cleavage shows. I'm not a fan of that. I usually get a guy small or I get a, a youth size because mm. gotcha. it fits me. So it's perfect and it's cheaper. So it works that way. But I think the, mo- the most iconic one that I have, at least for Mexico, is the 2010 one, the Adidas 2010 mm. one. And, and that was like a really good World Cup for them. Jersey kits, are those, are those popular with women? Or do they are more, more like you, 50-50, where they'll go to a men's size so they can have the, 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 the pool, crew neck? Like, yeah. The actual. I always wondered that. I feel like the more like, I don't want to say conservative, or like more tomboy, <laughs> like me, yeah. kind of like gotcha. go for that fit. Right, right. And it, it's just better though. Like I remember also getting the whole like uh, Real Madrid black one with the dragon. Yeah, the black yeah, one that yeah, came yeah. out a few years ago, and mm. I got the woman one. And it wasn't a V neck, but it was a very like low like uh, like low scoop scoop neck yeah. kind of thing. And the dragon was cut off, and I was so pissed. And I'm like, why would you sell something where the <laughs> art trash, that you're selling man, yeah. is cut off? Well, you know, consi- I don't know. Considering this sport's history with 
treatment of women. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't surprise yeah. me that the makers of their clothes are just like, hey, shit, if we're going to have women consumers, we might as well, you know, make them how we want. You know? That's that's so trash, man. Yeah, I hate that, that they treat them like such like out, like different species and stuff like that. Like that kid is like iconic. It's a Yoji Yamamoto, yes. Real Madrid <laughs> collaboration. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you cut off the dragon in that? Just because you want the V-neck to, to scoop lower. That's so whack, dude. And that there was no even foresight in like the design team to be like... Let's make yeah. that scale that it make down. It, or let's you know, make it like, work in some yeah. way for that customer. Exactly. Rather than mm-hmm. just like, that's like, cool hey, if you like that, that cut. Because like, <laughs> they need it too, but we want to look good wearing it. You know? That's when your entire design <laughs> yeah. office... It's dirty yeah. and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've never liked buying, whether it's girlfriends... You know, my mom, like, I've never liked buying, like, the women's thing either for them. Because I, like, I don't know. It's just, like... Sizing, too. It's, like... Yeah, even, I like, what to buy and Yeah, no. So, I think that was the last... soccer kits. Because my mom wears a lot of... Soccer. Arsenal, LAFU, stuff like <laughs> that. Mm. Yeah, I think that was the last women's jersey I bought because of that. It was such a, like, a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm, like, I'm just going to buy, like, the youth size, you know? And I save, like, $20 if I do that yeah. as well, you know? So, hey. so, things like that, but... Hell, yeah. See, see yeah. Adidas and Nike, man, they're going to wise up on you. You okay. feel like you still incorporate a lot of kids into, like, your casual, like, lifestyle where, like, if you're not going to an event or something that's football-related, do you still try to, like, rock a kid underneath, like, a, like a flannel or a jacket or something like that? Yeah, I think that's, you know, kind of, like, reflecting of who I am and I uh-huh. feel the most comfortable in. Uh, it's, like, I don't have anything else to wear, honestly. Like, it's just, like, jerseys. <laughs> like, if I need to go out somewhere, I'm like... I have like no thoughts. <laughs> yeah. so I need to figure out something else, you know, or right, like right. I need to invest more or just focus on that. But definitely, I has I, throwing up your colors like that ever getting you into funny situations and commentary? Like somebody comes up and tries to front on you, like to touch your knowledge, like oh Real Madrid, huh? You know about like, yeah, of course. Like there's always like Barcelona fans or just even Chivas. I mean, usually Chivas is a good thing. It's like oh yeah, like you're Chivas too, and it's kind of right, like this like, it's like oh, a warm perfect. feeling. Yeah, exactly. And Real Madrid is like the opposite. <laughs> so I was like oh okay. <laughs> I was like but I'm like what else? You know, like I'm proud of my team regardless. Right. If you feel like getting hated on, you wear the Madrid jersey. If you love, <laughs> yeah. I need a little love today. You get the Chivas jersey. Chivas jersey, yeah, oh, yeah. Especially here in SoCal. That's funny, um, man. <laughs> and LAFC, I mean, I remember first years ago when it was so rare. You know, the only thing we had was like, I'm actually wearing this one, which is not Adidas, but the, the first one I got, the Adidas hat, was the original one that I got at the Union Station in Valley of the Crest. Oh, yeah. And that one, like, I refused to, like, put any pins on it. Like, that's going to stay sacred. Oh. Like, that's the one, you know, and mm-hmm. I wear that. Um, but it was so rare to see it back then that you'd be like, oh my god, another LAFC fan. And now you see it all the time, and that was kind of like seeing kind of like a Dodgers hat, and then you're like, oh, another LAFC. I don't know. Fan. I still like, I still get some good some good moments, some good conversations with people like randomly who I, I saw some dude in the SGV like at a boba shop like, <laughs> a couple weekends ago. I was like, oh dude, black and gold, what's up? And then he turned around and his girlfriend had a LAFC shirt on. I was like, hey, oh, that's it. Okay, it's nice though to see that more. Yeah, and it's more still around, a cool like, little community. You see, you're, you're gonna. You know, get a little more hate here and there as I get, you get more known. Hell yeah, dude. I was, it's it's a little treat when you, both of y'all wearing it and you see a stranger and double figure point. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you're yeah. Like, hey. I still do that. I hey, still think out about you know that. Where it, you know where it <laughs> appears, being of the hat? Uh, I don't, this obviously wasn't intentional, but like a lot of those like restaurants that have kitchens that have like open, um, yeah, in open area. Ooh, a lot good. of chef's hats, like, and they probably tell people you can wear like black shirt, black shoes, and black hat. Yeah. Everyone will be wearing their backwards hat, right? And then they'll turn around to like flip something, and they'll have the, the LAFC, LAFC logo. Hell yeah, dude! Like, uh, yeah, there's Chin Chin Kudin, the 
Okonomiyaki place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're rocking in there? Because their colors are also black and gold. Oh, that's funny, dude. So it's like, so... It matches perfectly. It matches perfectly, yeah. and like some of the shifts turn out. It's like, oh, what? These guys? You guys. You, know? you guys, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my Bellman at Ace Hotel. They're always rocking their their LAFC hats right there. <laughs> I'm yeah. mad bougie right now. To my yeah, Bellman? <laughs> to my <laughs> Bellman at Ace Hotel. No, Josh work- actually <laughs> doesn't live in an apartment. He lives in the Ace Hotel. Yeah. No, guys, because I used to work there. I used to work at the Ace. They only let you wear Ace brand <laughs> hats or... LA team hats. Oh. So Dodger hat was always safe. But after, um, I like that rule. I, yeah, after I left, they're like, I was like wearing my hat all the time. They're like, they gave me some hats. So I gave them like a stack of five, and now all the Bellman rock LAFC hats Ooh. when you walk through the day. So if you ever walking past, you catch them on a good day, they're usually wearing it. Here's a question for the table <coughs> True or false, the LAFC hat could eventually replace the Dodgers hat as the iconic LA hat? Oh, Carlo, weigh in, please. I mean, I know that's LAFC Rich's dream. Like, that's what he wants it to be eventually. You know, that's, I feel like, I mean, everyone, you know? Yeah. Man. I mean, that's like, that's... I'm talking like that's, not next year. Yeah, I'm talking no, about but like 30 years in the future. I want to say like maybe in 100. 100 years? <laughs> yeah, honestly. You gotta like, look at it like that, players. though. And the Dodgers are doing so good recently, too, that it's even le- like yeah, it's even yeah. harder to compete with. And nothing, we're not, you know, of course, but <coughs> there's not that there. many logos that are as iconic as the Los Angeles Dodgers and the New York Yankees mm-hmm. logo. Yeah. And that like, Dodger blue pops so hard, yeah. it's it's hard to beat, man. Like, like, there's but, but something about it being the Brooklyn team, do you think Ooh. that that's gone? Do you I think, think that's like, gone. The fact man. that, like, the Brooklyn Dodgers and all that. Nah, it's, I think that's completely like gone. it's so LA that it's I like agree. that's just like the Lakers. Like people never think about the, the fact that it's actually Lakers, called yeah. the Lakers, right. like lakes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you think yeah, no, you no, think no, it's no, far enough LA. in people's minds? Well, I mean, how how LA is that though? Like, you know, something else from us, somewhere else. Uh, you know, us getting yeah, yeah, something exactly. somewhere else and then making it great. <laughs> so you're saying LAFC can never be great because it was created? No, no, no. It's like the thing is, is that that's been around for so long. And it has such a rich history mm-hmm. that the best that LAFC could do to me is to match it. Yeah. But you can't ever, I don't think you can ever top that LA cap, that Dodgers cap. We'll see, man. I think, honestly, like, I, I don't think it's, maybe the 100-year plan is actually more realistic. Yeah, the 100, okay, 100 years. <laughs> which, is, which is the funny thing to talk about. Yeah. But, um, man, that... I love seeing the LAFC hat being embraced as more and more of an iconic item to own, you know? It's, like, it's becoming more and more uh, just, like, a natural, regular fit in the city. Yeah. And um, because it's so, it's such a loaded symbol for all of us here, but mm-hmm. to some people, it might just be a sim like, a nice, uh, cool hat. And I'm okay with that for now, as long as the people are talking about us, you know? Mm-hmm. Representing it, Heck showing yeah. it, and maybe they just like the colors, too. Like, maybe some people don't like blue for some reason, you know? Right, like, right, right. Things like that. People but. are usually a fan of black. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say that like a part of like the key to our success was that we could be blacked out, like that that bla- that that color that we blacked chose. out in color, not in alcohol content. Which is <laughs> shout out for shout out. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Bernie. I love you, Bernie. Oh man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like just being able to show up in all black, like that, it's powerful. And it is really yeah, powerful. It's, yeah. it's that one is like 105, and you're like, why are we all wearing black today? Like, <laughs> I, black, like it, it's, it's 105, yeah, we're wearing black and have scarves we're jumping. on. And we're jumping. Funny, That's why the uh, beer showers keep happening. How do you feel about in summertime, LAFC as a home team gets to play in white? At home, what 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 that that thought's been kind of floated around, yeah. being like that's the home field advantage. 
Is that I we mean, get to wear white? They get to and pick. I mean, that is what it is, right? As a yeah. home team, you get to pick, and you can make the other team wear something else. Like right. that's that yeah, is the home field advantage. We've worn an away day kit. At home. At home. But not always, though. Not always. Did it once or twice. Yeah. I would say, shit, if it's a noon game on July day, hell yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's kind of more for the the players, too. Like, for their health. And also for us, like, don't ask us to black out the stadium when you know it's going to be 180 Black out L.A. It's July 31st. Yeah, and you're like, like that one game that was, like, at 3... 8 p.m. and it was gonna be like super hot and I got pushed they back pushed to like it. 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God. I accidentally, like I already had given my tickets. I was like, no, I'm not feeling well. Like I need to watch out for my health. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was just like, I can't. And then I was like, oh, I got pushed back. I was so <laughs> upset on myself. But I mean, that was a great call on them. But there was no, another sure. one, I think, when it was like during the middle of the World Cup, it was in July. And I was just wearing white, and I was already, like, sweating through my clothes. And yeah, I'm like, this is yeah. not even, like, a dirt take. I can't even imagine how the players must feel. Yeah. But, I mean, that's also something, like, don't do games at that time for their health. You know, like, right. you know how they're so, like, tough about it anywhere now when there are two players, like, bump heads, and it's like, no, take them out immediately, no questions asked. Right, right. Except Liga Mekis, by the way, which is, like, they still don't care. <laughs> but, um... No like things like that, right. like you need to do, you need to stop doing that. Even in Mexico, like uh, they play like at twelve in Ciudad de Mexico with the highest Jesus. elevation in in Unam and Pumas, and they have like no shade at all in that whole stadium because it's like a University Olympic Stadium. Oh. So it's that. I was like, I would just die. I can't even imagine the players, and that's a home <laughs> field advantage. But at the same time, I'm like. No, don't do that. So I'm all for the the LAFC playing in white, definitely, if it's going to be, like, you super heard, you hot. You heard it here first. You heard it here. <laughs> Come on, make that call. I make approve. the decision, I LAFC. Approve Let's it. go. I think we're going to take one more quick break so I can prepare some tea for football Carla in the game. Hey. And we'll be right back. Back to the FCFC pod. We got a little tea with Dwee's action here going on. We back. Little, little Phoenix oolong. Yeah, we're back know? with Phoenix. Back ginger with the ginger flower. Oh, so, yeah. Carla, what you're going to do is you're just going to flip this like this. Uh-huh. And this is just like a regular oolong tea. Non-sweet and nothing. You pull this up and you smell your cup right here. Oh, you thank you. This is like your smell cup and this is your drink cup. If you want a little more, just put your cup over and I'll fill you up. Thank you. I'll look at everybody else. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah. Um... But I interrupted to bring us back to the recording of this podcast. We were just talking based on something you said. You said, I don't listen to English music anymore. And that kind of set off the conversation, <laughs> which was how now you're listening to Spanish music more, mostly for like language reasons. Correct. Yeah. So obviously uh, Spanish is my first language. I started learning English about the age of eight, fourth grade. Uh, when I would cross the border, you know, every day to go to school. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> That's, well, I'm a border town person, a yeah, oh. girl, you know, like my whole family. We're actually fourth generation Angelino, so my great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, and you know, myself, we were all born on the other side of the border, became U.S. citizens, but still all, still all first generation. You know, like, oh, none of us have actually been born here. You know, it's kind of like, I plan that for my future kids, too. I'm not gonna, just going to hey. hop over, <laughs> make sure they don't say, they can't argue that they're not Mexican. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, 
So that just went off for that. So like just Spanish for me has always been something I'm very proud of, something that makes me really happy. My language, speaking, you know, I only speak Spanish at, at home with my family, with my brother as well. It's just recently that we started more like mixing. Um, my parents were also very against the idea of Spanglish. I was personally really against Spanglish as well. Now it's kind of more like if I know you speak Spanish, I'm going to start switching between both languages left and right, you oh. know? It's just, it's just so easy now mm -hmm. because I know that I can speak proper Spanish. Like, you know, that was the whole thing. My parents were like, do not mix and match if you're going to not say words that don't exist in Spanish. Like, that's my parents. They're very, like, strict about it. They're like, you're not going to say. And even now they say things like parquear, which is, like, parking. Like, I park my car. We have parquear. But I'm like, that is not a word. So, like, even when they say it, now you find me fixing them. Like, telling them, like, correct them. Like, that is not a word, you know. And we kind of go back and forth and things down. like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, little things like that. But um, we're talking about... Just, yeah, the music, you know, I had like two playlists on Spotify, English and Spanish, and I just realized I wasn't listening too much of the English. Uh -huh. um, I mean, if I do like some Kendrick, some Drake here and there, you know, like little things like that. Uh -huh. But in the end, I was like, why even like have this playlist, English playlist offline if I'm not listening to it on a daily basis? So I just decided to like just kind of like, st I still have it there, but I haven't played like an English song in a while. Um, just because I don't, I don't have the need for it. Carla's so. the type I of girl. I just don't have the need for it. That, that, <laughs> she said that I was just like, bro, Ooh, that is nice. Carla, Carla is, she would never have a side piece. She takes too much effort. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> one track mind, baby. You know what I'm saying? Go. So, we're just saying, dude, dude. We, we like you. We like your tunnel vision somewhat. Heck yeah, dude. That's super interesting. No, but Josh asked you something. What did you, what did you ask? You said, have you always felt, or was it you, Sam? You said, have you always felt that proud to be Mexican? Yeah, I mean, because uh, the reason I ask is because coming up as a Korean kid, like, your your pride as a Korean kind of doesn't happen until, like, maybe, like, high school, middle mm -hmm. school. Yeah. Um, but it seems like you, you always had that love for your country from, like, the get. I think it also goes back to saying that, you know, I was, I went to school in Mexico until I was, like, in the third grade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're all about military, par not military parades, but like parades, you know, like when it's like, and like the Mexican independence. Um, also, my birthday lands on the Mexican flag day. <laughs> so on my birthday at school, it was always like a big, like, you know, like little yeah. like um, parade, sort of, for lack of a better word, for, to the Mexican flag. And Which we have day like is the Mexican flag? February 24th. So when you see Carla on February 24th, say what up <laughs> and also say what up to Mexican flag day. Yeah. Carla is yeah, Captain exactly. Mexico, dude. In, <laughs> in all regards, right now. So, just little things like that, and we say like the Pledge of Allegiance to the Mexican flag, which, by the way, in Mexico, the Pledge of Allegiance is like this. <laughs> so, some people, if they don't know, they could be like, right, "What right. are you? What, what are you what doing?" Exactly? You know, like, but in the national anthem is like this. Yeah. You know, so and it's only with your right hand. Mm -hmm. Same way, Catholics, that you, you like, you cross yourself only with your right hand. Mm, if yeah, you're doing yeah. with your left, it's like disrespectful, you mm -hmm. know. So what's what's the thing during the national anthem? They put right against your chest. Yeah, like this. It yeah, has to be straight. So you can be like lays or yeah, like. So that's not lay no, over it's, here. It's, it's very kind of military discipline too. Yeah. Like when you would walk and like be like, okay, form, and you would do the whole like, kind of like soldiers thing, mm -hmm. you know, like look this and way. And the pledge or like is with way. your arm extended out in front of you, like over your head. Yes, exactly. Okay. Thank you. Um yeah, so I, I think that was just like it's how growing up in Mexico, that's how it is, you know. And then being in LA and kind of finding my identity, I came to like a neighborhood with everyone's like probably like 99% Asian, and I was like, what is this? You know, like it was like a <laughs> cultural shock. I mean, Which I love it. Uh, the South Bay, 
Uh, so like uh, Torrance. Torrance. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like, I mean, I love it and my best friends, you know, like, it's, and then that's why I love LA too, just to shout out to my best friends, you know, one's uh, Vietnamese, Buddhist, and the other one's Indian, Muslim, mm -hmm. and I'm like the Mexican Catholic, so it's like a whole like United Nations over here, mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of being here in LA, and I'm Y'all gonna thankful. heal this country, man. I just, <laughs> I just felt a, a way about that. That's good. And that's what I also love about LAFC. Like, we're all here from all parts of the world, mm -hmm. you know, even if we're like, you know, as you can tell, both of you think we're born and raised here in, right. in the US, the three of you, I should mm -hmm. say. Um, but just the beauty of that thing. So, going off of that, I'm just saying, like, I speak with them in English all the time and I love it. But at the end of the day, like, I just really enjoy the Spanish vibe as well. Yeah. And before we jump back into the pod, you kind of got into your theology bag. You jump back into yeah, what that. Did you the say? theology what did you say? bag. You said, the what was it? You had a Oh, I feel like, I don't, I don't know how, why I came about, but I was just saying that, like, to me, like, I am very, um, very Catholic, but also very kind of, like, socialist, uh, you know, like, uh, upbringing, just because, I mean, I'm a historian, so I, I, I study the whole, like, Cuban Revolution, Nicaragua, the Sandinistas, the whole Cold War proxy wars going on, mainly in Latin America as well. You don't got to let us know about proxy wars, girl. We know all about <laughs> hey, proxy wars over here. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so things like that, but uh, for me, like, what embodies kind of what I stand for and then become, like, didn't... I guess succeed it's what's called liberation theology mm -hmm. which is like and this is because of um, he recently became saint but is Arzobispo uh, Romero uh, from El Salvador and he was actually assassinated with giving a mass um, by the crap. right wing like military um, you know like he was just shot at point point blank <coughs> but he was all about like he was you know a Catholic archbishop and he was all about helping the poor and giving back to the poor so mm -hmm. it's a whole like theology or uh, behind that and it's called liberation theology liberation theology so it's it's just something that i don't know that i really like <laughs> like that i, I really just like, like you know like she, between her jerseys and her you know <laughs> buying some sneakers and watching the games mm -hmm. and doing her thing she just like you know brushes up on a little she's That's like a, she's like a, a hip female dweez whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> i'm nowhere near as cool as her if anything i'm aspiring to be a hip yeah, Carla. yeah, she'll help you with your fashion game, yeah, bro. Yeah, I do need help because I am wearing, <laughs> I am wearing some. Uh, what are these? Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. Okay. Birkenstocks with some ankle socks right now. <laughs> and my Arsenal jacket. At least the jerseys aren't tight. Hey, Birkenstock my, Adidas hey. are also hey, German yeah. companies, man. We'll, hey. we'll, we'll work with that. I got. I'm, I'm and honest. with the Puma. She hates it. So, Puma jacket. Problem. We're we're getting into to that topic about the. Uh, what, what did you call them? The, Puma, the, the, the two tight Puma jerseys? The, well, you're talking the, saying the brands that that you know, are the fathers of. Oh, the the Adidas, kids, yeah. like uh, Adi Dossler and his brother who started the two. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about how Puma kits are too tight. Yeah, Arsenal switching, um, to Adidas, which, is fine. I don't really care that much about that because I don't buy jerseys as often as I used to. And even when I used to, I used to usually get like knockoff ones too, because I was cheap. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is I see. I've got fashion. I'm fashionly challenged. I think. <laughs> um, well, you're smart. You're but yeah, you're just a smart one. But like my question for Carla, like one thing I was wondering is like, I looked at jerseys like when I was a kid too, and it's like the teams I would watch, like the players I would watch, I'd be like, oh man, like and as someone who didn't play the game, yeah, like. I want to be like so and so, or I wanted to play like I want to play like Thierry Henry. So I'm gonna buy like a Thierry Henry jersey and like mm. rock one, right? Okay. Like, for you and like knowing you're gonna wear them 
probably not playing soccer, obviously. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> at what point were you just like, I'm just going to start rocking this shit? Like, you know, like, were you, was it weird? Like, did you wear ba- baseball jerseys, basketball jerseys, like, football jerseys? Or just, like, obviously you weren't as into sports, but, like, yeah. at what point did you start just rocking those? I think, obviously, once I was an adult, <laughs> able to work and support my my addiction for the game. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been recent. I want to say probably, like, in the last five to ten years or so, mm. you know. I've been really into that. Um more recently I went well the last five years I think it's just like that's you know like this is gonna be my style when I'm not at work mm. like this is gonna be what I go for okay. one of the ones that I really remember really like because I was a Puma is the um, Italy 20, 2006 mm. when they won the World Cup yeah. like oh that blue, blue. was just so the gold elegant. trip I love it. yeah that was hard so amazing they were just amazing but going back to yeah like for me it was just like I can never like the amount of money I spent I'd never really purchased like I think I was telling somebody that I you know I catch the bus and then he was just like oh jerseys are like $90 that's not bad and I was like what and he's like yeah like the ice hockey and like baseball and football jerseys cost this much and I was like are you kidding me I was like I don't even want to sweat in these jerseys like (laughs) I like hand wash them like they're gonna last me a lifetime and and it's something I kind of want to pass on to my children you know like it's something like now that retro so in and everyone's like paying like three hundred five hundred dollars for like a 1994 jersey that you're like what is this you know Mm -hmm. like I now I have that that I can see and be like, okay, I want to take really good care of this to make sure that like I can pass this on to my kids, and I hope they're as passionate about the the game as I am as well. So. That's your college tuition, kids. All right? <laughs> exactly. Right there you go. So here's my like somewhat doofusy question of the night. Um, my mom. So she started getting into Arsenal, okay. and obviously because I was into Arsenal, and we used to go to watch the games at like four three in the morning. Sorry, Mrs. Dweez. Sorry, Sorry Mrs. Dweez. That, that one. Shout out to that. Babs. Um, Babs. So Babs would rock a uh, Thomas Rosicki jersey, right? So she bought the Thomas Rosicki jersey. And I was like, like, why Thomas Rosicki? You know? And she's like, because he's the cutest one on the team. And I'm like, that's why you're getting it? And like, mom, like, come on. Like, fine. You know, she's like, but I just, really, I just really like him. You know, I like Thomas Rosicki. He's like so cute, you know? My question to you is, A, do you have any player names on any of your jerseys? And B, if you did, how would you select those players? Because as someone who's like, you know, you're going mm-hmm. to a sport played by like men and you don't yeah, play, like how do you choose? Yeah. So I've always been kind of against the ones that people have personalized their own jersey and just put like the most random name or mm-hmm. like you're like, why? No, like you're I not. I bet I see a football Carla jersey. <laughs> on the dog, bro. I mean, that's been something I kind of do want, but it's in the back burner just because you know you have to buy a, a brand new one and then they customize it for you free of charge. Uh-huh. You're like, sure, sure. Um, but I have yes, I have a like three. The first one was actually a knockoff Real Madrid pie, like 2009. It was also when they had like a purple kit, and oh, it was yeah. Arbeloa. <laughs> Arbelo, Arbelo. Yeah. Number 17, Capitan, hey. was just like, yes. And that was definitely because, same as your mom, I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, that, was, that was one that I was like, but it was also like, it was like $20 downtown LA. Like, mm. it wasn't like... You know, I had to, like, think twice about it. Yeah, I was like, ooh, which player? Like, this is such a hard decision. I was like, it's $20. Like, who cares, you know? Mm. And at that time, it was, 
I think it was the first year maybe that Ronaldo was already part of the team because, you know, he joined, yeah, what, 2009? Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. Around there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think I became a fan like 2010, actually. Does that still hurt you? I'm oh, sorry, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, yeah, that was the one reason. And then after that, I do have another one that says Cristiano Ronaldo just because he was like at the, you know, the pinnacle of what a great player he was. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a fan and respected him. And I was like, okay, let's do that. And that's the flag jersey that I have, the Adidas one that got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> it has like the name on the back and it says Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that I found with the name was Chicharito, Yay. the Real Madrid one. But I also then afterwards got like a, a worn and good condition Manchester United Chicharito one. Mm -hmm. um, so I have is, that is one Is Chicharito as well. like a good looking dude? Is he like a type of? Are people do people have crushes on Chris Chicharito? I feel like I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I mean, you bit. see all the girlfriends. But he's, he's not like a, <laughs> in Mexico. But in Mexico, he's not like a, a sex symbol, Chicharito. No, I don't think so. I think everyone likes him because he's kind of like the boy next door look. Like he mm. he yeah, grew you're, up you're with this. Like he was face. super humble, third generation. You know, like Mexican player playing for the national team, making it out there, making a name for himself, <laughs> <laughs> straight from Chivas. So right. everyone was just like in love with that. Um, who are who are those types of players like? Who's who's in like who's like the Cristiano Ronaldo type like of of Mexico like the player who's like in all the. I mean, right now it is Chicharito because it's just he is what he stands for and he sells like mm -hmm. his shirt for sure. Like I feel like Rafa Marquez was a lot of that in his time. Gotcha. I was too young for that, but I feel I'm pretty sure Rafa Marquez was that. Was Carlos Vela ever that? <sighs> Carlos Vela has never really wanted to be with the Mexican national team. <laughs> so I don't think he's very much like... Wait, can you give us... Can he's you very much like... A um, now, now I'm like, I need to know a little a little more Carlitos history right here. So I mean, I don't know much. I just know like he was like promising star. He won the whole like 2005 Peru, you know, under uh -huh. 17 cup with Mexico and no one could believe it. And it was really exciting. And we started paying attention to that back then because mm. we're like, what? Like... We could actually win a World Cup, you know, and everyone's like, this is our golden generation. This golden generation is now 30, you know, and we're like, crap, like, we didn't do anything with this. Like, we didn't get past that fifth game or anything like that. But for right now, I think the one that's up and coming is, like, um, obviously Chucky Lozano because everybody loves him. He's yeah. kind of like a Chicharito story. But aside from that, I mean, maybe Raul Jimenez will become that. But, I mean, there's not... Right now, who you see in posters is, like, Hector Moreno, but he's, like, also kind of the end of his career. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's pretty, I think he's pretty handsome here and there. Right, right. Guardado, just because he's the current captain. But a Chucky sells, Charito sells. Where would you like to see uh, Chucky go next? What are they saying the three options are? Are they saying Manchester United? They're saying Napoli? Some are of they that, saying Napoli? Yeah, I think it, And there's another one. There. You're really Madrid's one? in the cards for him? I don't think so. I hope not. I think that's gonna like it's gonna be like Chicharito, like he's just gonna be bench, you know. I got you. I got you. Yeah, maybe Syria is good for him. I could see a Napoli run being good for him. Yeah, and they have Ancelotti. Yeah. And they have Callejon. Carlo beamed a little bit just there. Just remember Callejon. Hey. But um. Yeah. So those are the three players I only have, which is Armeloa, Chicharito, and Cristiano Ronaldo. And I actually stopped getting names on the bag because it's harder to keep. The condition of the jerseys or the numbers start cracking and yeah, then it just yeah, looks yeah. really bad. It's like what? Like, yeah. Shout out to our producer Sean Dwees on the pod who just threw enough beer showers and things. He got like an official Diego Rossi jersey. The shit's like purple and blue on the back now, and the numbers are all good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have oh seen him when he God. rocks that jersey to the to the stadium. It just like it's totally <laughs> new, just because he like probably sweats so much in Yo. it. And, like you know, there's enough Dwees types of liquid. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it, no, see. that's a good, that's a really uh -huh. good point. It's I not even just she's not she's just talking about from a practical standpoint. It's not even like a 
you know, it's not worth it to, to mess up the fabric of the jersey. Yeah. I think now I'm more fan I started getting like all the patches, like how old the... Uh, I bought them because I got the jersey first, like mm. the Real Madrid jersey, and then I got all the patches of like the La Decima, Un Decima, you know, like all the other ones, but I still have them. I haven't actually put them on like a jersey that it needs to go you. with the jersey that they won that season, you know, so yeah. it's like this whole mix and match. Like my whole dream for a while is like, I need to get one of those machines so I can do that by myself. <laughs> but I'm like, no, like, do you really need that? Like, no, like, where are you going to store it? Carla, me and you go 50-50 for, for a letter pressing. <laughs> yes. transfer thing. <laughs> Who do you guys think among, so we got a lot of, especially in the North End, there's like a lot of female supporters and people who, you know, rock jerseys. What are the players, especially like, besides Vela, obviously. Vela's, I would say, number one on male and female backs, yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. of the legit yeah. players. Is there a difference between numbers two and three players, like, versus whether you're like a, oh, a female supporter or a male supporter? Like, which support, which, uh, you know. I feel like for the most part, not a lot of them have anything. Like, the grand majority. If it's Vela, it's Vela or, like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't really I paid like attention either. Some though. blessings around. Blessings kind of just a fan favorite on both yeah, sides. Yeah, I think. I think Diego might be the <laughs> distant second we'll to it, right? Yeah, how much you want to bet that, that blessing got in trouble last week after he he danced uh, <laughs> danced <laughs> during the San Jose celebration? <laughs> That's fine. I know Bob didn't want it to do that. Wait, shout wait, out, wait, shout wait, out blessing. What are you talking about? What happened? So at the end of the match, we were trying to do the shalala mm -hmm. uh, in San Jose, but Bob didn't want. The, the the players celebrating like that on oh, on San Jose's turf. Yeah, yeah. So they all started walking back, but <laughs> Blessing stays back to give us a little Blessing dance. You know what I mean? Blessed us with the Blessing dance. <laughs> and he blessed them with the Blessing dance last year when they came from behind 4-3. Oh, yeah. He's he's not, got he, yeah. He did it in, uh, in Salt Lake a little bit. Hey, well, man, you can't stop a man who likes dancing. You can't stop the dancing. Do your thing, Blessing. Wow, Interesting. Um, I just finished the the We Are LAC on ESPN Plus. Mm -hmm. Bob is is it just has a lot of quotable moments, bro. I like it when he just yells at people. I think it's <laughs> awesome. Hey, my favorite moment. Remember when I I sent it to you guys? Yeah, yeah, text? yeah. Football without ideas is it's nothing. nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Just just to get just to get the quote exactly perfect. I think it's football without ideas has nothing. <laughs> nothing. Which. I, I could watch that on repeat every day. Oh, man. We love you, Shout Bob. out to Bob. We know you listen to every pod all the way through. Yeah. Hey, should we make a TIFO? This is Bradley time? Like uh, Fergie time? Is that a little a little too... Uh, I don't know about Fergie time. What's Fergie time? Fergie time. You know Fergie time. I know who Fergie is, and I know right. what time is, but I don't know what Fergie <laughs> time is. Yeah, they would just say, like, whenever United was, Good, sir. was down or tied... They they were always expected to come back and win the game, so there's always uh, like injury time would become Fergie time because the refs would somehow like extend yeah. the time that they have like from three minutes to like four thirty until like United score and win the game. <laughs> but it became like this phenomenon where United could pull off the late victory. There's like this kind of air of uh, dominance and like you can't beat these guys because no matter what happens at the end of the game, there's Fergie time. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to, to jinx anything right now. No, I'm not jinx that shit. Double jinx that shit. I get a little bit of, it, <laughs> bit of that flavor though. Like honestly, like. Like those these last minute bangers have been crazy yeah. this season. It's insane. I kind of don't like. I mean, I I love that they win last minute, but at the same time, it's like you're just so tense. <laughs> you like hate the whole, not hate the game, but you're just like not really enjoying yourself because exactly. you're like, why are we losing or yeah. why are we tying? Then at the end, of course, this is a whole celebration. Yeah. But it should be like I want to have that feeling of like being happy, like you know, 
second half on. You know, I don't know. Like, Mix it up with the results. Yeah. 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 You're like, it's going to happen again. Holy shit, so it's going to happen again. And then it doesn't happen. And all of a sudden, you're sitting in your seats and be like, what the but hell? But for the record, that time that he didn't score, that was the only thing that made me feel like this season isn't like a simulation that I'm just making up in my head. Sure. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, okay. It's like, okay, yeah. There's yeah. things that aren't exactly perfect and things aren't going to turn out yeah. the way hey, I, 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 lo- I love Dio, but he should have made that fucking hey, goal, hey, man. It's all right, dude. It's all right. He did enough. I feel like Dio, because of like just such a good season, he might be like... That number. I feel like Miller could be maybe number two in jerseys, and then Yo, I can see that's Dio. That's true. I oh, it's because Dio. that yellow one came out, and that was so quick. Dio, no, you're right. Dio, the 99 is kind of weirdly iconic in our stands. There's a lot of yeah. Dio fans out there. Oh, I yeah. do hate players that put numbers above, like, the one through, like, 20-something. Like, you know how La Liga? It has that. No, because Chivas, you have players that, I don't know, they have, like, 286. I'm like, oh, what? Wait, I don't know that. Oh, Do not, like, stop. We're not what, NFL. They're using marathon running We're not, now? like, we're not the NFL or whatever. Like, I don't even watch football. <laughs> American football. But, like, things like that. 286? Like yeah, that's Iron Man numbers. <laughs> Contested numbers. I number. just think it's ridiculous. That is, 286 is a little ridiculous. And it goes back again, like, La Liga with the number of sponsors they have. Like, even on the player's ass, there's, like, uh, you're like, what? And, like, on the socks, even the rest have sponsors everywhere now it's pretty crazy Ugh. it's disgusting so I'm not a fan I like that LAFC's keeping yeah, it yeah you, like you sponsors stay away from, from our players <laughs> but come to our podcast yeah. so if anyone wants to sponsor our podcast yes. we'll be oh. on the ass we'll be on the chest yeah, yeah it's fine <laughs> I think we can pick and choose our sponsor you don't come calling unless you got something we like I, well, I mean right now we don't have that much time to go out looking for you guys so if you want to go ahead and reach out just because Dweez doesn't want to fucking deal with the internet doesn't mean that we won't okay that's the weirdest part to come out of this our, our relationship together is that Dweez hates the internet but everything but- he does goes on the internet yeah. <laughs> feed, feed your feed your fans dude what are you doing come on look I don't like the internet but it's a part <laughs> but it's a part of the reality that we have to deal with and um your ghostwriter's ghostwriter bro i uh i just try to you know i just try to take my space man i just you know it's like it's like the language thing you know you just mm-hmm. want to do things that make you feel good make you feel happy and the internet doesn't so I'm just not everything's interconnected dude you're just weird dude. i'm just scared, i'm just scared one day we're gonna come here for to do a pod and he's just gonna leave a mic and he's just gonna leave here and be in a wood cabin somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Just completely disconnected. Just transcend to a Like Ron Swanson right here. Yeah. <laughs> Even Young Sach is going to be like, oh, don't worry, man. <laughs> Shout out to Young Sach. Um, I think that's it, guys. What do you reckon? I think this is really good. Yeah. Carla. I learned a lot of yeah. stuff today. Well, thanks Dude. for having me. It was Thank fun. you. Cheers, y'all. Peace. <laughs> FCFC. FC. 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 FC, 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 F